Hi and welcome to Integrated Awakenings. Today we're doing a new episode on elemental magic and it's me Maria and we are going to do an intro on the elements and then we are going to focus on one element which is fire for today's episode and even if you are familiar with this magical framework I will make sure to dig into some more in-depth stuff especially in the latter parts in terms of how to go about feeling about thinking about doing about fire right all right okay so first of all, a few caveats. As a practitioner, as just a being and an entity, I I am not much of a stickler for too much structure slash tradition. I understand that especially Earth energies would really love this, that we come from, for example, a certain discipline. So... Native Americans' concept of elemental energies is different from Chinese concepts of elemental energy. And I know that being able to really master and stick to a certain lane is so yummy. It's so good. Think of athletes who get really good at their specialty and really develop the muscles, the intuition, the knack for a certain kind of line of physical ability. So think of it that way in terms of really being able to move with the world's elemental energies and sticking to your sport slash lineage to really get a handle of it, right? Right. So I'm tr- what I'm trying to or what I'm going to offer for you for this episode's are, however, a more intuitive and open approach to these elements. Meaning, if other people are going to teach you how to specifically get good at baseball, like developing the body for baseball, there are physical programs that are like, oh, okay, make sure you have functional exercises like squats and then you eat well, move well. Right, So this is more applicable to the general public and how these energies manifest in your yearly slash everyday cycles, right? Your relationships, your work, so that you can bring this kind of, like, I don't, here's the thing, see it from my perspective. I don't want you to, not everybody has time to master a specific system and then filter their worldview through that system, right? So what I'm gunning for for these episodes is that I will imbue slash (laughs) provoke some magical thinking, some mystical thinking for your everyday life. And then we'll just allow ourselves to snowball slash massage a concept of nature yeah of elemental flirts in the way you function and experience life because it is in your life and the thing is we're almost remystifying or re inducting ourselves into a relationship with these kinds of energies so that we don't feel so numb to them 
Do you see what I'm getting here? So the thing is, when people get into spirituality and might be very married to a system or might get confused during research because they might go to Toltec and then Native American and then Chinese and they'll be like, hmm, why, why are the associations of these elements different? And the thing is, this is what I really need to emphasize. Our cultural lineages even the um, ecosystem that these cultures grew up from and the energies of the souls that were there created these cultures that were very specific to their time and place. And the reason why I'm going for something very day-to-day and something very more just provoking you is because I genuinely believe that the newer energies that are coming online, the people who are getting interested in this kind of work are very concerned with their day-to-day life and with making magic very day-to-day. All right, okay? Is everybody on board? So, why am I starting with fire? Some traditions start with wind, okay? Because in the beginning was the word, but... If you look at fire, wind, earth, water, usually the beginning or what is the fastest is fire. Even in tropical astrology, the first sign is Aries, which is a fire. And the way I want you to really feel into this is to notice how warm your body is, how warm blood is. And how everything that is generating energy, exchanging energy on this earth has some kind of utang slash you owe a bit of that energy from the sun. And I also want you to notice your own body's metabolism. You see, some people will approach this in a very theoretical way in terms of okay we must bow to the beings of fire but i really want you to get curious and really notice how warm your body is how warm does it get when you breathe really fast how warm do you feel when you stay in the sun do you can you recall how dehydrated you feel can you recall days when you didn't spend too much time looking at natural sunlight do you can you imagine looking at white fluorescence and then staring at the sun now the thing is we can have a lot of articles that encourage you to have vitamin d that encourage you to spend some time in the sun and have that natural heat but but what if you just notice it you just notice how you feel when you're looking at natural sunlight and just having a natural reaction of oh that that feels really good even when you're for example you're on vacation you're touring and you're taking photos of different things and you're like huh wow natural sunlight looks good on people and really instead of Like, really absorb that. Instead of trying to feel that theoretically, just really absorb how naturally drawn your eyes are 
looking at natural sunlight and feel how the dawn, like an early morning sun, how, how good it feels on your body. Or maybe how bad it feels in, in case you're like really overheated. Notice your metabolism. Yeah? Okay, now, usually people have some form of coffee, caffeine, right? Or even cacao to jumpstart their day. All right. So when you have these things, notice how it stokes your internal fire. Notice how on you feel and notice how outward your energy feels like. It's almost if you have too much caffeine, you your brain feels scattered, right? It's almost like the fire went way up too high and there's uh debris in terms of like it exploded right so instead of i'm not going to tell you to lessen your coffee or whatever i just want you to drink whatever stimulant you usually do you usually take like don't don't change anything but i want you to notice how fire arrives in your body does it is it in your head is it in your hips is it in your stomach it is your arms is it more of your arms and I want you to do this because food and drinks sacrifice your identity to become part of us, of life. And the way our body converts this energy informs us so much of the mechanism of transformation of life, of the metabolism of life. If you really want to concern yourself with the primordial fires, you will notice one of the essential fires, which is your natural metabolism. An easiest way is when your stomach is empty and it's like the start of the day, start of the day, sunlight, bang. Okay, really notice the sunlight and your metabolism. You see, you see. Now, I could have easily gone for associations, but I really want to go for how does fire arrive? How is it steeped in your everyday life? Notice how when you drink cooler water, maybe you eat heavier foods, maybe if you eat too much, notice how your metabolism behaves like a little campfire. Like if you fed it wet logs, the fire dampens. If you gave it too much sugar, too much paper, if you gave it too much light things, it flares up and then it dies, right? It, it doesn't have a sustainable burn. Mm, notice the fragrance. If you, if you ever smoke meats, you'll notice depending on the fuel, the fragrance and the quality of the fire changes. Even the smoke has this different quality. And even the whole, you know how entrancing fire is in terms of the, its edges is almost warping the the ether slash energy it's just it just changes right now notice how your fire when fed different fuels and we'll stick to food fuel first changes its aroma its rate of consumption and just how good it feels right so for some of you you might feel like you're a lightning bolt, cosmic comet, and 
you feel like you're all over the place and if you have too much coffee you're just gonna explode right right and then some of you might feel like you're this weak tinder uh the 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 fire pit that you made is full of stuff that doesn't even catch on fire or is just too crowded there's not enough wind getting in there do you see what i'm saying so i really want you to sit with this really meditate on an image draw you know those exercises where they're like draw what your heart looks like what's inside of your heart i want you to draw your fire and not just physically draw just feel into and visually see what your fire is like right is it getting enough wind is there is the fuel good is is it strategic and i'm saying it like this because a lot of people when they talk about being tired or they talk about having energy when they talk about feeling like they're burning up way too fast there is this misunderstanding of the element of fire this is why we overwork so much because a lot of you know capitalistic output measures external gains right there's no question of how radiant or how aligned a fire is so okay so this is gonna be a little bit of magic but souls on an etheric level kind of change colors in terms of flame so if you've ever heard of violet flame meditations or when they get to the cold spectrum right okay so those are more mature fires that are very hot like think of cold dwarf stars right so you can think of these as very mature and controlled fires it's also the age so don't think of this as just the age of a person but also the age of their spiritual fire you see what i'm saying <laughs> like imagine if mama mary or jesus had their their holy spirit and then their human spirits fire yeah imagine what fire looks like on them sometimes they call it rays right light rays emerging from their hearts or their crowns that's why they draw those crowns compare that to just an explosion that you can't control right so you see how fire in it in of in itself has a kind of evolution and maturation in terms of huh wow i could get this into a refined state so imagine explosion or lack of fuel or just bad ventilation fire towards healthy management of your little campfire towards a spiritual evolution and involvement of this blue violet star quality of fire you know this stable thing that maybe doesn't even get affected by wind it's almost self-generated do you see what i'm saying like it could function in a vacuum you see do you see how cool that is it, just imagine stars they're not even they're not fueled in a very <laughs> normal way like they're, it's not it's not earth rules anymore it's cosmic rules so this is what i'm painting for you in terms of evolving your relationship with your internal fires yeah yeah and the thing is so for example 
I will give you a couple of ideas for if your fire is just not doing great. Okay, so case one is the explosion. You're burning the candle on both ends. You're all over the place. Um, you can be also hurting people because the... F okay, the thing is, if your fire is really loud... So imagine your fire pit's like really crazy strong. You could be very aggressive in terms of, for example, you're an athlete and you're looking for something to hunt, right? Your, your warrior fire is just so strong that it needs to eat people for breakfast, right? And the thing is, if it's not that mature grandfather energy, you could be like a crazy teenager with, you know, pyromaniac energy of, I just, I just... I just feel alive when stuff is on fire. So you just, without any kind of discernment, will set people on fire. Meaning, when I, when I say set people on fire, is you get them riled up. You get them, you, you, you inspire them to change or you inspire them to um, get rid of old things. Kind of like you're burning trash, right? You're, you're helping them get rid of things. But there's no discernment that you set the house on fire instead of just the trash. So remember Avatar Ang from Last Airbender when he was being taught the fire element, he was being taught breath and control because fire can harm, right? So the thing is, for people who kind of feel like they have an excess of this heat, of this energy, of this, I cannot, I, I don't know how to direct my energies, right? Okay, so here's the thing. With you guys, I would usually say that put a giant log on the middle of your fire. Meaning, what do I mean by giant log? Put a big, big project slash thing you need to study. You know, something long term. So think wood. Think something that takes a while to eat your way through. And put it in the middle of your thing. Right? So the thing is... When your fire doesn't match the things that you are working towards, slash consuming, slash digesting and fermenting, uh, it tends to eat itself. So you need to add new fuel. So for example, I know that this might seem contraindicatory in terms of if you're really tired, but this is for people who are very who just have like a lot of energy and don't know how, where to put it. So think of competing on a big big sports event like a marathon or think of a very big endeavor like expanding your business into like its next level of thing or think of your next career trajectory in terms of something that takes a while for you to plan something that has a lot of hoops something that has a lot of steps that your fire energy will enjoy gunning for but it's actually big enough that it will take some time for you to finish okay so the reason why i say that is because a lot of these people who kind of are coming online with new fire and new energy usually they just healed something big so they have a lot of energy because they're like, whoa, whoa, I kind of reclaimed a part of my soul. Or I'm finally not apologizing anymore. So there's like a lot of energy. There's there's a lot of freedom. But you're not used to having this much energy. And you're like, I don't know where to put it. Right? So 
get get some structure get some wood okay so if you can't make it yourself get some friends get some friend or hire someone who will coach you into like your next for example face of your business or to create for example you're trying to overhaul your health or you're trying to get through a marathon get a coach get a coach who will break down all the steps for you so that you're okay so here's the thing here's the thing this is why i'm emphasizing structure if you're a fire and you just want to and you want to go to oh, okay i'll do all of the research to create my own training plan to do the marathon that's fire plus air so the air is so expansive that you might get more tired Versus if you hired a coach, invested invested money on a coach, and the coach makes you a plan that you need to burn through, the plan has an earth energy because it's already tactile to like actionable steps and it's going towards a very measurable goal. You see what I'm, you see what I'm getting at here? <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? So the thing is, wood. <laughs> Wood. Go for wood or earth, right? So something sustainable, something long-term, get to it. Get to it. And I know this is really hard for people who are used to having fast paces. For example, speed, meaning you're quite impulsive, meaning uh, you tend to start projects and then it's okay if they don't click together because they're all just hobbies. I know, I know, I know. But the thing is, if your fire is evolving to a bit of a more mature fire, you're going to have to know how to ring, ring that impulse down and have a more stable flame. Yeah, okay, okay. Now, I can already feel that <laughs> the people who don't have a lot of energy, who you know don't have great ventilation and fuel, will be so jealous of these people. Don't worry, I got you. I I know you're there. <laughs> okay, so for people who are whose fire energies are really low, meaning there's not much enthusiasm, there's not much you know will, there's not much wind. When you tap into the fire of your body, it the, it doesn't feel like a hell. Yeah, it's like a, uh, <laughs> it's like a um, not there. It's not there. Okay, so here's the thing. I want you to look at the image of your campfire thing that you made, and I want you to do quick diagnosis slash imaging of what is the best thing to fix it. If you're having a hard time just imagining this, I actually encourage you to light a campfire and see and pretend slash study how to take care of a fire is. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I know that we could go theoretical here, but the thing is what I'm trying to really emphasize that elemental stuff is quite experiential. You can't trade it maintain a fire like go camping for a bit or or do a small campfire in the back in the backyard the thing is that you'll notice how useful it is to get the right kind of wind and to get the right kinds of fuel so something that ignites fast and then something that ignites slow okay i know that I know that people who are at this state will feel really tired 
and are not up for change they're just they just want some rest they just want some you know it's not that's not good right I, I mean they're not feeling good so why would they want to overhaul stuff okay here's the thing what do you do with the dying flame you fan it a lot right you you introduce a lot of wind and then you give it something that can quickly start fire and then allow it to latch onto something that will burn slower right 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 so here's the thing in elemental energies fast wind is ideas thoughts it's just a whip yeah so the thing is if you're feeling really tired i need you to actually introduce a lot of movement like think of you know how when you need to twist a stick really fast to start a fire when you don't have a match or even the friction of that little bulb of a matchstick on the matchbox right you need a bit of a you need that friction slash speed to go to 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 ignite yeah so i know that you're tired but you need quick movement you need you need an you need something that can stoke your ignition so i need you to try shit <laughs> i need you to try stuff that's gonna help you stoke your fire okay okay so the thing is have a fire friend help you goad you into doing stuff play really loud music play okay here's the thing uh um there's two there's two i feel like there's two general makeup so one is you don't have fuel at all and you can't start your fire and the other one is you you need to stoke your fire meaning there is fuel but the the fire just needs some help right so i'm describing the, the latter one the one that needs you know a bit of a push right so the thing is you could travel yeah, you could travel, you could read a lot of books, you could watch a lot of people who are doing challenges. You can microdose these challenges. You could you could even joke with yourself a lot. So this is a lot of wind energy. You could you could really you could you try to think of that energy of that match that's going really fast and then it sparks the energy. Try to emulate that or like a fan that's like fanning your flame really copy that energy like like really try to get that going because sometimes you just need a good push and the momentum is gonna ride right so really i really feel like for people who are feeling very damp and heavy and are feeling like for example depressive energy yo just drink cinnamon turmeric and then jump a lot and then play some party music and then do the next thing that excites you and then film a video and then call the friend and then it's really and then really keep at it until you feel the fire go on i know it's a little frantic at the start but that's because of the air that's because of the speed and that's because you're trying to turn it on and then when it's on you you don't need to do all this crazy stuff too much what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep the fire on okay okay do you see do you see how i perceive these things <laughs> it's it's very um the thing is 
just a footnote so when i see people i kind of see their elemental makeup their energy i i see a pool of water and fire i see trees above someone's like dirty casserole right so spirit feeds me these landscape of images of how people's energetic ecosystems are so when i'm talking about really stoking your fire i mean this very literally because you have a fire yeah the fire of your soul is there and it could be small big large uh suffering (laughs) it might need some wind and it has a very literal approach of how to take care of it yeah so this is if you need it to go up right now some some basic things in terms of okay my fire is there right for example my fire is there but you don't have fuel so the thing is for people who are quote unquote ubus na ubos so ubus na ubos is i i feel like i'm nothing i have there's nothing left right these are people who have adrenal fatigue uh who have they've gone they've gone through decades of this rah 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 energy and it just slaps them on the face and they're just tired now like a deep tired like yo like adrenal fatigue meaning your your adrenal glands don't work anymore so your your metabolism is fucked up and your internal fire is fucked up right okay so here's the thing other than get some help medically in terms of your adrenals uh in case you have that i i do want to say that you need to get good fuel so i talked about starting your fire right but when i say getting good fuel it means that you kind of need to find the things that your fire naturally ignites with and this takes so the thing is some people will take on projects and it's like damp wood meaning i don't uh, i know I, I don't i don't feel passionately about that or it's a labor your 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 wood it doesn't your your fire doesn't sing as it grows into that little like pot of fuel bad fuel basically it's like it's like fueling your car with an incompatible fuel source right so that's my thing if if your energies are not blooming with it it's kind of a bad source and i know that a lot of people are going to be like oh but i'm stuck with my job or it's family you know it's you know a lot of like a lot of that okay let me let me give you a little hint Remember my first example, those people who had a lot of energy and I said that they have a lot of energy because they burned away a lot of their old baggage and are healing and thus they have so much energy. Okay, here's the thing. When you are dead tired, okay, your first line of fuel is your own baggage. (laughs) That's the best fuel. I'm not kidding because these people will be like oh my god do I you know do I get a new project you know do I force a new project like getting a new chunk of wood nah 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 you you gotta burn the trash you gotta burn your baggage yeah and the thing is 
okay here's the thing a lot of people in healing work for some reason which uh, i i don't i won't comment on for too long have a very watery gentle light you know like very kind you know you could be very soft with yourself in terms of transformation you know in terms of what if you could ease yourself into grace okay here's the thing there is no trash fire incinerator that is nice it's a little bit gruesome it's kind of like um what do you call it's a funeral pyre you're incinerating everything and the thing is it is a huge part of society's shadow to be afraid of death. And the same way that fire is the beginning, it is also the death doorway. Because it is, you know, the beginning is also the end, right? So the reason why you can't welcome your beginnings is because you're not letting stuff end. And the thing is, if you want to goad yourself into your next phase of life, into your new fires, you kind of need to really face your old stuff and be like, fuck. You need to almost... It's almost like if you feel despair, you can really feel all of it and feel the ignition under it. Yeah, I know, I know that some people are going to be like, wow, that's too, that's too metal, you know, that's too aggressive, that's too, you know, that's too intense. But listen, listen, didn't you have no fire? Didn't you have no intensity? Didn't you have no will? So isn't having intensity, isn't having a bit of aggression, some friction, exactly what you need to create new fire and that's exactly the fuel you're gonna burn it's exactly the answer you see what i'm getting at you see what i'm getting at the, the moment you start burning your own baggage your own karma and you keep going for oh my god there's more there's more see when you you take your own baggage and set it on fire Instead of getting like, so external fuels will be something like food or like external projects. But once you're killing or using as tender your own mental, emotional constructs and sense of history, you know, attachment, these cords, once you're burning these things, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a different kind of fuel. It's high quality fuel. (laughs) Why? Because not only are you... Okay, so think about it like this. These baggages were the walls that weren't letting ventilation in your fire. So not only are you removing walls, but you're also giving new fuel to your fire. It's all, it's like a double whammy. It's like super efficient to go about burning whatever is stuck in your body and addressing the baggage in the first place not only frees up so much energy for you, but frees you up space-wise. It's almost like you're decongesting your own energy body form when you address burning up your own baggage slash fuel yeah okay so the thing is people at first will be like oh this is scary oh this is aggressive oh i've never i've never been this loud or had this much will or been this you know like this energetic and i'm like yeah that's because you didn't know fire that's because you didn't you haven't well 
this much fire. The thing is, think of surgery. Think of cauterizing wounds. Think of searing steak, right? The thing is, when something is exposed, you kind of need to have like a strategic burn to close it. Yeah, I'm really going for the burn metaphor. Yeah, so you need a strategic way to cauterize your wounds. So the thing is, once you burn up all your baggage and you feel kind of naked and you kind of feel soft, you need to cauterize your wounds. You need to have some fucking scab so that nothing gets in. You see what I'm getting at? You see what I'm getting at? So the thing is, people think that um, fire is always just a sun, right? It's sunlight. It's warm. I'm like, yo, strategic burns. What if someone's bleeding, something's going out, and then you kind of need to burn that piece of metal so that it's not leaking anymore? It's a fundamentally deeply transformative element. It's also really dangerous, I understand, and that's why you need to master it so that you don't hurt yourself and hurt other people. But the thing is, you need to be willing to master it. And here's the thing. I really, I, let me just really say this. You need to master it. <laughs> I, I don't know how long you're gonna live like 80 years 90 years you will have a primordial fire within you whether you like it or not there's one in your heart there's one in your liver if you don't pick this up you're gonna be just so confused with what the hell is happening in your life so the thing is if you don't admit how fire burns and hurts but how fire how, how fire cleanses and purges you're lying <laughs> You're fundamentally lying about an aspect of yourself that really exists. In yogic systems, they do have levels of these fire that I'm talking about. So the food level, the mental emotional level, and there's like a spiritual fire. Yeah, spiritual fire is like when you're burning karma, even if you're like other lives. Yeah, that's like when you're on, but you're on of a different quality. It's like a cosmic etheric quality and it's almost, it's really, really beautiful. Yeah, and these are like nested within you. There's like, uh, like think of an onion. So your fire has these layers of, okay, fine, I have my metabolism. And there's like my, you know, mental, emotional, like persona level fire. But there's also like a cosmic flame about you. And is it on? Is it on? Is it catching? Is it is it catching your actual fuel? So what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at with if you're really dead tired was is that I need you to set fire towards your own baggage and to not look back <laughs> and to learn. Yeah, because that's the only way you're going to set yourself free. Because if you when I notice about really with people who are like burnt out to this degree is that you can't introduce new fuels to them because they already invented the fuel, aka the baggage. Like, I know that baggage sounds bad, but think of it also as rarefied fuel. Think of it like fireworks. Think of it like special edition stuff. Because when you eat away at those things, you're going to be surprised of, oh my god, it's, it's exploding with like a different color. Or, oh, it's, oh, oh, that thing is connected to that thing. It's a much more interesting kind of fuel. And 
the thing is it has more unraveling and it will give you more space because it tends to unravel because it tends to crawl this kind of it tends to be interwoven Okay, so I just described what you're going to do when you're really tired. Now, let's go for some advanced people in terms of, I just described to you like an animal fire, mental, emotional fire, and a spiritual fire, right? And then maybe, 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 maybe you're curious what the latter order fires look like and feel like and how do you go about transmuting fire that way okay now this is a little tricky because it's kind of like pointing a finger at the moon and people get obsessed with your fingers the thing is a lot of higher order stuff operates on the level of transmission of energy i could sit here and be like okay tap into this energy and you'll feel it and it's either you get what i am transmitting or you don't because these words these instructions, these images are kind of fanciful slash distraction as well because I need you to just receive and perceive that fire. And unless you're at a certain level of clarity and transmission that you will be like, oh, I do feel that level, you won't be able to access it. You see what I'm saying? And I'm saying that because I'm not, it's not that I'm trying to protect you. I'm not trying to be secretive or ho- however. But the thing is that these, these kinds of layers slash colors are really tapped into. This is the thing that I notice like with podcasts or books that run around in circles and don't pierce to the top. There's, we could get married to theory. We could get married to how do you do that? How do I get there? Right? Instead of dropping in and tapping in to that experience. The thing is, and I do like this metaphor, and yes, I will be giving a few metaphors. There are different paths up the mountain. And you can follow someone who's been there, who who has a trail guide. Maybe it's Buddha, maybe it's Jesus, maybe it's a living master, maybe it's your guru, right? You could ride their bus, you could follow them and follow their little taillights. Maybe you could look for their breadcrumbs and find your way up there, right? I think this is what people miss about grace, is that they kind of look for it like some... For some reason, it's like exiled towards like a very special ceremony or, you know, like a certain kind of, like a certain kind of, oh, I need a bunch of miracles to happen to me and then I'll believe in God or I'll believe in soul. You know, there's this, there's these shoulds, right, for you before you just give in to receiving it. Yeah, there's these, there's so much blocks in terms of, oh, this is, this is why it's not, this is how I'm fucking up. This is how, these are like all the, all the restraints towards setting yourself free into this holy fire, right? Now, the thing is, 
or what has been helpful for me or what has worked for me in my path, y'all just gotta receive. Yeah? You know how candles, they're lit by other candles. Even your little campfire was lit by an ignition stick of your matchstick. And even a matchstick was prepared, right? Your fire can come from somebody else's fire and you just borrowed it and then you just light it differently. You could be ignited by your teacher's flame. Natamaan ka lang, nadapyasan ka lang. You just got hit. You were just, grace just, you know, happened to pass by you. But the thing is that there is this kind of unwillingness to... Okay, here's the thing. This is two-pronged, okay? A part of this is, yes, it's self-started in terms of taking care of your own original fire, your flame. But when you get to these higher-order stuff, you it, this tends to be group work. Why? Because the fire and karma you're burning tends to be collective energy. It tends to be the karma of Gaia. It tends to be all feminine wounding. It tends to be uh, your ancestral karma, right? And just because and because your sense of self is expanding, your sense of what is included with you is just bigger, and thus your fire gets bigger and more mature. You see what I'm saying? You're you're beginning to become a star. So the thing is. For those fuels to burn, you kind of need also a cosmic collective group fuel to help you ignite, and you can't do it alone. And what I mean by that is that you it's like imagine your campfire is locking in with other people's campfires, and you become like this big little it's like tiki torches like all beside each other creating a bigger flame or like a stove you know how like a stove is like a bunch of smaller flames and they're just beside each other creating a circle creating like this well evened out heat yeah so that's kind of the thing when you're burning these bigger things you tend to congregate around people who need your light slash fire right and then who feed your fire as well so it becomes so the fuel becomes less about food projects and more about energies you're feeding transmitting and receiving energies this is why what i was saying that okay i'm communicating the energy right now receive it don't even think about the words feel the feel the transmission yeah because the fuel when you get to these uh levels is becomes an energy state it becomes purely phase like yeah this is why people meditate on say mountains or certain phases of deity because they're transmuting and weaving and receiving and blowing energy forms it's no longer just an idea or an action. It's pure energy. Yeah? Because that is what we are. We are pure energy. And as you are going up that mountain, you are getting closer and closer to becoming yourself as a star. I mean, this is if we're going for the fire metaphor consistently. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how it feels like on those levels. 
And the reason why uh, yogic principles would encourage, slash me, I would also encourage that, encourage a cosmic slash divine fire to wrap you is because if you get hit, like Nahawa, you got, you received this kind of divine flame. Imagine how easier things are. Imagine how easier things are because you are riding a momentum that's bigger than you, right? And and it's also quite humbling because you merge your original fire with like other people's fire and then your sense of identity naturally expands. You see what I'm getting at? It's it's almost like a... It's almost like getting stuff at the back. Oh God, I can't believe I'm doing a war metaphor. So in in war strategies and stuff, you get the quote-unquote enemy by the back. You kind of, other than it's unexpected, it naturally collapses that that enemy front line because you're squeezing them on both sides. You're the sandwich. It's a little fire sandwich. So the thing is, imagine if you're full of gunk and you have your original flame and then you have that cosmic flame and it's like you're you're crunching it on both sides. You are you're fermenting slash getting that metabolism on all directions. And that is kind of what is offered to you when you do get inductions, transmissions, slash meditations that gives you a handshake with higher energy forms. So for example, angels or Angel Michael. Michael's like a really good fire energy. He One time he showed up to me in a dream. He's like this big, he was just this big sun. <laughs> I couldn't even look at him in the eye because his fire was just so, it's just too bright. <laughs> and the thing is, um, or even the Holy Spirit when I had like, uh, when I received it, and I don't mean baptism. What I mean is that um, the Holy Mary did a visitation on me and they were like burning me from the inside. They were, it, I, I felt like I was being fried and then I felt like a lot of any blocks in my body was just dissipating and it was this ecstatic but excruciatingly painful kind of pain. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's always going to happen, but, but what I'm saying is that actual holy fire could feel like that. They're, they're clearing. They're like doing a RAM wipe in terms of, oh, that these are all your cache data that you didn't notice. You haven't thrown away and let me get in there and let me just remove all of that. Yeah, that's it's like a very sneaky RAM wipe. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sneaky command. Um what else i have another example i also am friends with the redwood forest so redwood trees tend to set themselves on fire to like purge certain uh like tight energy so for example uh, this clearing is too tight so it needs to be cleared a little bit and then they set themselves on fire and even forest rangers do this right they do controlled burns so when i tap into redwood forest energy and ask him about fire um a lot of natural elemental energy spirits tend to be tend to speak to you in terms of nature so they don't talk about human problems they talk about what it feels like to burn crack and then crumble right and so so for example as i'm talking about him right now 
can you tap into his energy and see how he talks about the wisdom of turning yourself into charcoal sometimes yeah so so these natural elemental energies are different from say christian stuff is different from say um cosmic fire stardust stuff yeah so this is depending on your spiritual discipline depending on what is i would say bagay so bagay is fits sorry i'm using a lot of tagalog today so um depending on what fits your energetic makeup slash discipline slash your life slash your what's accessible to you different forms can be helpful for you michael's like really accessible to me but like he was the first one if we're strictly talking about fire but you know maybe something else is working for you so i do want you to keep your eyes ears mind heart body open in terms of what kind of flame can catch on you if you're curious you could book me we could look at some stuff we could i could pinpoint you to some directions of how to introduce this kind of cosmic fire and i i am saying cosmic cuz i do want to say that it is beyond human or beyond of this world yeah cuz there are a lot of like beyond here kind of energies that are here you see what i'm saying so yeah so it's not necessarily alien <laughs> cuz i know that some people when they hear cosmic they think uh they think oh it has to be from saturn or something no 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 what i when i'm saying those things i'm just saying it's beyond what human perception usually is or how like you think earthly stuff is done yeah um you could also say cosmic slash divine slash holy see what i'm saying this is why i'm like using a lot of words <laughs> because i'm like trying to touch at this thing and the thing is that depending on your discipline and wh- where you're coming from or how you receive this language some words are going to be more accurate than others yeah so i'm 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 giving you options or i'm spreading my paste a little thick so that's it that is all i have for today the next episodes are going to cover the three other energies i might do akasha slash space so look out for that and if you like this please forward it to a friend uh i'd love to hear your comments and ciao